Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Ten minutes after eight on Wisconsin's Morning News, it's a Friday, and I think this is a terrible idea, and I don't understand the wisdom behind it. And I agree with Alderman Bob Bauman of downtown who's trying to put a stop to it. The city of Milwaukee actually, right, they passed the ordinance this week? Tuesday. Tuesday passed an ordinance that would, if you park downtown at the meters right now on the street, meter parking expires at 6 p.m. Yes. So if you're on Water Street right downtown across from the Marcus Center or wherever, and you want to park at a meter... If you're coming to see a 7 o'clock show and you pull in at 6.05, you can park for free right across the street at one of those metered spots. So Monday through Friday, the meters shut off at 6 p.m. You don't have to pay for parking on the street. And then Saturday and Sunday are free. Now, you might have a time restriction. You might have a two hours only or whatever it is, but you can still park for free on the weekends. The city of Milwaukee, the Common Council, passed an ordinance that would extend that. So on weeknights... You would have metered parking until 9 p.m. So if you wanted to do that, you wanted to get into that show, you have to pay the meter parking even up until 9 o'clock. And that also covers the dinner hour as well when folks are coming downtown, perhaps to eat at a restaurant or do any number of other activities. And then it would also extend to Saturday. Sunday would stay free, but there'd be metered parking again. You'd have to feed the meter, so to speak, on Saturday. Even though nobody feeds the meter anymore. I still do. I got a big bucket of change in the car. Really? I use an app. It's awesome. Right. Super easy. I do use the app. The MKE it costs park. like a nickel. No, it does. It costs more than that. You want to park for a couple hours downtown on the street? It's a few bucks. A few bucks. Okay. <laughs> That's more than a nickel. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Well, so that goes back to my point. Like, is this really going to affect anything? Is it going to... I, I think it's a bad idea because I do think at what cost... You make it harder for people to come downtown affordably, and I think there are some people who would change their behavior based on, man, now I can't even park in the street. i got to feed the meter. It's harder to find free parking on the street, and I think you ultimately hurt those downtown businesses by after 6 o'clock in search of what? A few more dollars in revenue for the city to get three extra hours of metered parking. You're going to risk people who don't want to pay to park and just will skip coming downtown. I think it's a bad idea. Aren't we about to file for bankruptcy anyway? Like, if the city is struggling with money, why not find a way to get a couple of extra dollars? Plus, I don't think that many people anymore feed the meter. Or park in one of those spots? Like, they park in a ramp or wherever else? Oh, yeah, that. Or, I mean, like I said, like, when I park on the street, I use an app. And then I can re-up the app if I want to. Right, but you don't have to pay right now if you're there after 6 o'clock. you got a 7 o'clock show or you're going to dinner somewhere. Right, but... So then if I just go to the max and it costs me $4.27 to max out to 9 p.m. Man, I'm telling you, I still look for free parking. I, I'm not, I saying, that's a, I'm not saying that's a bad idea. I'll drive I'll drop my wife off at the front, you know, and she's like, don't, and she will say, show. don't be gone for so long. Like, why can't we just park in the thing? So you don't like parking in structures either? Generally speaking, I don't. And I certainly don't like paying for it. And I don't know if I'm a product of of my father. When we used to go to Brewer Games, we would park on Wisconsin Avenue and walk it in, man. I know people who do that. And that's when parking was the outrageous price of like $4. (laughs) So you never never park in the lots now then. So no, now and oddly, I will pay to park at American Family Field 
I don't know, usually because I'm running late. And also, it's a little bit harder to walk all the way in from Wisconsin or some of these other spots. Ah, you could do it. But I'm Come definitely on. trained and conditioned from my childhood to be like, you know, there's my brother, what, I'd be like eight, he's four, and we're walking like the mile it's to not, County Stadium. It's really not that far, though. It's not, but when you're four. See, great, good for him. Might as well be 100 miles. <laughs> People would go across that little footbridge, but to get there, then they'd be like falling down that little hill right off of there. (laughs) Walk all the way in. I will still drive around for a long time in search of free parking. I I think you're on to something about finding reasons for people to continue to not to want to come downtown. But at the same time, do you really think if they eliminated... Free park or the paid parking now and said at 3 p.m. Okay, from from now on you can park free starting at 3 p.m. instead of at 6 p.m. Like, is that really going to change the behavior of that many people if you went the other way and allowed more free parking? That's interesting. I don't know that it would. I don't know that it would have the positive effect to eliminate it, but I believe it would have a negative effect on the other end if you extend that. Now, if there's a the place, the city has no money. Vince. The but city this is, has no money. And this will be a drop in the bucket. And what you lose in people who avoid coming downtown and paying the surcharge for the city on whatever ticket they bought and paying the tax on dinner that goes to the hotel and convention yeah. center business and all of that stuff. What you lose when people just say, I'm giving up, I think would at least be equal to what you would gain by people putting a few bucks in the meter for a few more hours. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, I disagree only in the sense that if someone's given up, they've already given up. But this isn't going to be what tips it in. You, I know, who love free parking are still going to go downtown. <laughs> yes. But I would, it, even for me, and obviously if I have a downtown destination to which I'm going, I'm going there, right? I can't go to a Bucks game in Greendale. <laughs> Correct. Okay. But I can't go to dinner in Greendale. That's true. I can park right there in the front. Or I can go to dinner in Wauwatosa or wherever else. And if it's to me like, ah, it's such a hassle. And then on top of it, I got to park. And then it's two hours or whatever. And then I got to worry about clicking the thing, this, that, and the other. I, I'm not saying it would keep me from ever going downtown, but it, it would at least enter my consciousness, my consciousness. And I love downtown. So are we different than other cities then? Are we the... The odd man out on this thing. Are we just weird about parking and every other city like, has this under control? Are we just the ones that need to park right in front of the place? And if we can't, then it's a problem. <laughs> I think, too. <laughs> like right. That's, that's I can't believe how far away I had to park a whole two blocks. Maybe uniquely Milwaukee when people in other metros talk about our traffic situation. Like, <laughs> why do you have a traffic reporter? Like, your, your delay is what? Ooh, six ooh, minutes. Six minute ooh. delay. Like, we're at a 60 minute delay. 855 616 1620 is the old National Bank talk and text line. We've hit a nerve. Folks are calling in already. 855 616 1620 is the old National Bank talk and text line. Old National Bank, get old. Am I on the right track here? I think it's a problem for downtown Milwaukee. Leave the parking as it is. Back with your responses on Wisconsin's morning news. Hey, you get back there. He's gone. Primary ignition. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talk and text line. Light it up. Want to know what you think? I think it's a terrible idea for the city of Milwaukee to try to squeeze a few more bucks out of folks who are coming downtown to patronize area businesses by extending metered parking hours. I wonder if folks agree or disagree with that. I think it's a terrible idea. I applaud Alderman Baldwin for at least slowing it down. And maybe stopping it altogether. Let me go to the phones. Doug is with us from 
McQuanago. Doug, I think you make a really interesting point here. What is that? It's it's not so much the couple of bucks for the parking. It's the tickets you're going to be writing people. And think about the people you're writing the tickets to. These are people who are coming downtown who don't need to be there. They're coming down there to, to do something. It's not like their employer was dumb enough to put them, oh, sorry, put them downtown so they have no choice but to be down there. You could jerk around the people during the day because they don't have any choice. They've got to put up with it. If they have to park on the street and they get a ticket a week or a couple of tickets a month, it's just the price of doing business. But me coming from Iguanago to go down to see a show, one more reason just makes it irritating to have to do business down there. When's the last time you've been downtown, Doug? <sighs> Went to see the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra do A Princess Bride. MSO right by us here. So there's, was, a, there's a parking garage right here. You'd be all set. I'm telling you, I'm with Doug. I, I don't want to pay for that. Garage. I do the I do the parking garage. <laughs> I, I don't mind. You know, it was 12 bucks for parking, whatever. I, I don't mind that. It's just the fact that you're going to be ticketing people who have a choice. They don't have to go downtown. People during the day, generally, they have to be downtown. For the most part, they're working down there, or they have to go down for business or whatever. But when you're ticketing people in the evening or on the weekend, these are people who are going down there for pleasure. Well, coming out and seeing a ticket on your vehicle can spoil the whole thing. I appreciate it, Doug. A $20 or $30 ticket. Yeah, no. Irritating. (laughs) No, legitimate point, but think, why not just pay for the parking then? Why well, don't have to get a ticket? Right. I'm, no, I'm, I'm with him on this. And whether you agree or disagree point. that it really that it ought to be a deterrent, what's the big deal? It's a few more bucks. I think his point is well taken. Yeah, if you come yeah. down there and you make a mistake or you park in the wrong place or you think you're going to get away with it either way, and there's a $30 ticket on your car, That's legit. it just no, leaves legit. a bad taste in your mouth. And like I said, I'm committed to downtown. I believe in downtown. I'll always come here and be connected to the city in that way. But there's a suburban element that already has a little bit of fear about downtown, already probably doesn't come down here that much, and perception is reality. If you if people believe you're just making it harder to come down here, they won't come. From the 262 on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. There are so many reasons not to visit the city. Concerns about car being stolen or broken into, reckless driving, adding parking fees 24-7 will be icing on the cake not to visit. Don't forget there's free parking at everything in the suburbs. From the exactly it. So now, Again, this would go till 9 p. and then also be on Saturdays. Okay, but your showtime at all the theater groups is what, 7 o'clock? So now for so sure, push past nine you can find yep. an awesome spot right across the street from the rep, you know, at the uh, at their complex or the Paps Theater mm-hmm. or the Riverside or wherever. And now you got to pay for it. And again, even if you want to argue, ah, it's just a few bucks. It's still it's it's still in that mentality of it's hard to go downtown. I got to pay. Well, more. my cynicism comes from whether or not those who are really upset about this are actually coming downtown anyway, but that's just my cynicism. Right now, let's see. Here's one from the old National Bank talking text line. Vince equals George Costanza. <laughs> True. <laughs> Another one on the text line here. Vince, do you sneak food into movie theaters too? Not presently, <laughs> but that's been done. I'll sneak a water in occasionally. <laughs> Can I get a water? Right. It's hard I'll to buy eat all that popcorn, popcorn. I promise. Yeah, I'll always right. buy the popcorn. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. Ron with us from Oconomowoc. What do you think, Ron? I think that you're going downtown 
and you're going to spend a couple hundred bucks on dinner. You might spend two, three hundred dollars, go to a Bucks game, go to a concert, and you're worried about four bucks. It's just cheap. Period. So, but you're out. So you're out in Oconomowoc. I know, and and that's. I don't totally. I don't totally disagree with you. But tell me, there aren't your friends and neighbors who already are skeptical about downtown. Who, if you add one more hoop, they got to jump through would say, "Forget it. I'm done." Skeptical about downtown. They grew up out here, and they're afraid. They hear everything on the news about how bad everything is, how much, uh, how much there's crime. I grew up in Milwaukee. I go downtown all the time. So does my wife and I. If, if this, you know, spending three or four dollars it helps. Deal. I'm sorry, Doug. I'm, or Ron, I'm, I'm losing you, but he he was onto a good point. And I, like I say, I don't disagree with him. If you're coming down to a, a nice place in downtown, dinner for two is over two hundred bucks. If it's a nice place. And so by it's nice, a couple I, extra. Yeah, by nice I mean like a fine restaurant. Yeah, sure, sure. If you're going to a show at the Marcus Center, mm-hmm, if you're going mm-hmm. to a Bucks game, right? You're you're there and prepared to spend money. He's not wrong. What's a few more bucks? I just think it will play into a mentality of that is a problem. And you know, like, should we should we go downtown eat or should we just go somewhere else? From the two six two, if people felt safe about leaving their car two blocks away and walking, it wouldn't be a problem. But they don't. Oh That's man, interesting. I'll par- that goes back to uh, I'll park we six talking. blocks away if it's zero dollars, <laughs> and I will hoof it. Eight twenty seven on Wisconsin's morning news. Reach out to us at teamaustin.com. Two more things before we get to the news on the parking issue. And again, the city of Milwaukee did pass an ordinance. Now, it is now on hold that they want to extend metered parking. So you'd have to pay to park up until 9 o'clock on weekdays. And they're also going to throw Saturday in there. We've been talking a lot about folks from the suburbs move, you know, coming into downtown to do various things. Here's a text on the old National Bank talking text line. My son lost his home to foreclosure. He lives downtown in a tiny room with no park. He cannot afford extra parking charges. He does his best to find free spots, hmm. free parking, uh, but sometimes has to park by a meter after 5 p.m. Not everybody can afford a few more bucks. And you're already paying, if you want to park on city streets overnight, you're already paying that permit fee, either on a quarterly or annual annual basis. So then this is, on top of that now, paying even more to park for those next few hours. If it's, what is it? So from 6 to 9... I think it's like two bucks an hour, don't you think? No, you think that's high. Does it go till nine? Well, where is if it? If it were until nine, yeah. What you say? You thought two bucks an hour? I thought it's about two bucks an hour. Maybe a in bu- the prime spot. I guess I would have thought a little bit less, but I, I'm, I'm, I have nothing to. Okay, base so that you out. say you're this guy, and four nights a week you can't find some place without a meter. Yeah, two bucks, and it. you get home at six o'clock, even. So three more hours that you have to pay for, at two bucks an hour. That's six bucks. Six bucks a night times four or five nights, you know, right? Mm -hmm. On somebody who's just trying to live downtown and do what we've asked of people. Come downtown, live, work, play. From the 262, this could actually open up more spots where the meters are. It is very difficult to find an open spot when it's free right now. Would gladly play or pay three dollars to park at a closer meter with easy in and out access rather than be stuck in a parking ramp after an event. And this one to close it out. Cheap, cheap, cheap. (laughs) I think they're talking to me. I'll wear that. Oh, yeah. Surprised we haven't heard or seen more about this, given the fact that people lost their minds when they found out or, like, rediscovered that the streets of Old Milwaukee in the Milwaukee Public Museum was not going to be lifted bolt by bolt, piece by piece, and dropped into the brand new museum. 
But the museum is out clarifying a little bit more about what the new space is going to look like. And that focus is really going to tighten over the course of the next couple months. That belongs in a museum. So do you. Thank you, Dr. Jones. What belongs in the museum? Topic of much debate as our treasured institution is is building that brand new facility. It's going to be right across from the Deer District downtown. This is a museum. I cannot tolerate this type of chaos. The idea that the new museum would not in some ways be identical to the current museum caused folks to lose their minds online. NPM on record from the start saying they're not going to pluck these old exhibits like even the beloved streets of old Milwaukee and just reassemble them down the road. But there will be elements that are familiar to us that will be part of, course, of right? the new space. Tradition. Yes. And assurances that it's all going to be okay. Everything in this museum comes to life that night. It's freaking awesome. Freaking awesome. All right, okay. The museum this week sent out, I have no more drops. All right. <laughs> all right. The museum this week, they put out this detailed description of the types of exhibits that they're going to be building. And then a timeline for each of them about when we're going to learn even more detail. They're going to kind of slow roll these details out over the next 11 weeks. You thought maybe they might do that to like constantly stay in the news, right, as they continue to fundraise? Because, yeah, that way you're being talked about more. And I'm assuming they're still looking for money, still doing the fundraising, which is what you do when you have a big move like this. And on top of that, it's just a lot of information. I have a lot of stuff I'm about to share with you today. So I can't even imagine had they just dropped... Here's all the stuff. Right. But I guess I I just didn't realize we needed all this stuff. I need all this stuff. I need to know everything that's going to be So you want to know exactly what the museum looks like before you walk into it. Don't you want to be blown away? Do you want to tell the people the the joke you played on me? (laughs) You want to tell them? (laughs) So I'm talking about this yesterday in the newsroom with Eric, and I'm like, you know, there's all this good information in here. I think we should do this on the show. And you said... Well, I, I th- I'm trying to remember which one I said. I said, well, you it's know, it's going to be <laughs> the renderings are pretty remarkable <laughs> with the holograms and everything they're doing. And oh. I'm like, oh, yeah, and those holograms are going to be crazy, but I can't imagine they're going to look that real. And so, you said well, all the museum had sent out at this point was a couple of PDFs with a lot of information. There were no renderings. There were no pictures. But now Eric's baited me into thinking that there are because everybody wants to see renderings. You want to see pictures. What is yes, it going to look yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking I missed something. And I'm freaking out. Where, where did you see that? I'm just, <laughs> well, then I started talking about Click, 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 click. What? I, I didn't get that. I, and I remember I got you. I got you twice. I even said something about like, well, they're going to try to like teleport to the fifth floor. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's when. <laughs> that's, that's what did it? That, okay. No. So thank you They have you an elevator. That. God, I'm so gullible. So bad. There are no renderings, there are no pictures out of the interior of these exhibits yet. You can find renderings of the exterior of what it's going to look like, but some of the detail that I'll share with you, the new place, it's going to be five stories, that much I think we knew, in 200,000 square feet. It will have a planetarium and the butterfly exhibit. So I think they're, they got to build a brand new planetarium. Cool. Awesome. I hope it's an IMAX as well. I had not heard that, but right now when you go to... The museum, you can see an IMAX film in the whole surround IMAX. That'd be cool. Or they have planetarium exhibits as well, or or shows, if you will. And then the butterflies, they will exist in some form as well. Both of those are going to be back. They're going to have two areas for rotating items from the museum collection, which they have told us recently, like, you folks who visit the museum regularly only see, like, the tiniest fraction of all the stuff yeah. we have. So they have so much stuff 
And they want to be able to show it off. That's and they great. Want to, right. Be easy, make it easy for them to rotate it in and out. So for you know a few months or a month or whatever, we have these things so that when you come back, the whole idea is you don't go to the museum once every five years. You come back throughout the year. This should actually give you and I an idea. We can always dig around in our basement and find some stuff and rotate that into the living room. Artifacts, you know. yes. <laughs> but various let's artifacts. take out this old picture for a bit and then take it down in a couple of months. So you have these rotating items. There are going to be two areas that they'll move things in and out that display a lot more things from the museum collection. I love that idea. There's going to be one gallery for traveling exhibits. So this is, and we already have that. I think the space is a little bit small, honestly. So this new space will be able to afford any of the major traveling exhibits across the world. Like and this the is Titanic like, artifacts. Yes. Things it, like that. That travels around from museum to yeah. museum. King Tut is another big one. There's always some sort of Egyptian. What's that thing. body art one? Oh, yeah, that's a freak show. Yep. But people love that. It's cool. It's super cool. So, right, the best traveling exhibits from the world will be able to find a home here from time to time in that space. And then you have the five permanent galleries. And these are the things that we're so attached to at the Milwaukee Public Museum right now. The permanent gallery being Streets of Old Milwaukee, European Village, the dinosaurs over there, the things that you come back and you go to again and again and again, and you take your kids to and your grandkids to. So we know what those exhibits are going to be, at least the themes. They are Time Travel, Wisconsin Journey, Milwaukee Revealed, Living in a Dynamic World, and Rainforest. It's a good mix there. But why even announce that? Why do we? Does that mean only rainforest type things? For I mean, why wouldn't they just say, "Hey, we might change this"? I mean, because those are the things they're going to build, and you can always go see. Okay, right? They still got the teacups at Disney World. That's a whole different conversation, (laughs) by the way. Disney, right? The teacups. Well, why they do that? But anyway, because part of you is like when you go back to Disney or when you go back to the museum or whatever it is, I want to see the stuff that I always loved. And I want to do it again and again and again. See, I'd rather go and see something brand new every time. And we have that for you in the rotating thing and in the traveling exhibit. No? No good? No, I I understand. I understand the need for both. We'll have both for you. I'm all in on the, the big stuff that's always there. So let me tell you a little bit more about these exhibits. On Tuesday, actually, they're going to reveal even more about the time travel gallery, what that means. What they're saying right now is the time travel gallery... We'll be dedicated to exploring the deep past, including when dinosaurs roamed the Earth. Through exhibits focused on three of the planet's geological chapters, Paleozoic, Mesozoic, and Cenozoic era. Debbie doing a pterodactyl. That was an oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So that, I imagine, will be a lot like what the dinosaur exhibit is right now, only like vastly updated. Which will be super cool. I love that one where you go from the volcanoes and then you go all the way through and they've got the ice age thing where you Mm -hmm. can go in, you can go in the, what am I looking for? Not iceberg, the glaciers. You can go in the big glacier and learn about that. So, right, that's, that's probably the parallel of that exhibit that exists already. So on Tuesday, they're going to reveal a whole bunch of new stuff about that specifically. Later in March, we'll learn about Wisconsin Journey, the Wisconsin Journey Gallery, an exhibit floor, a whole floor focused on the geological wonders and strong, varied cultures of Wisconsin, from the driftless area of the Northwoods to the Apostle Islands, to the Great Lakes and Wisconsin's vast prairie cool. lands. So that's going to be people and places in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Geology mixed with culture. Love that. And then if you're looking for streets of old Milwaukee, here's the, the parallel that I found. It's got to be here because they remember they said 
We won't have the streets of old Milwaukee, but we promise you there's an immersive experience for you like that. That's in the Milwaukee Revealed exhibit. It will immerse visitors in city streetscapes. So there you go. They can explore and learn the history of Milwaukee, people who came to settle and live here, and its interconnected systems, neighborhoods, and ecologies. And where future generations of children can shop for a sweet treat. Oh, because you got the gift shop mm-hmm. in the streets of old Milwaukee. I'd love to see him go a step further. How about a big old, uh, in that area, give me an old-timey restaurant. Where you actually can go and sit down yeah. and order? I think Disney's really good at that. In the various parks and stuff like that, you can find a restaurant that fits the theme of that park. So give me like, I mean, when you're in the Star Wars thing, you can go to the cantina. Yeah. That is a very good idea. For things. Yeah, in everything, I, I've seen that at different museums and aquariums too. I think the Shed does that. There's a couple of different eateries at the Shed Aquarium. Eat in with Chicago. the dolphins and whatnot. Yeah, and it's super expensive, but right. a lot of people want to eat or find it. a place. So yeah, it's not a bad idea. So that, if you're looking for what will be the parallel of Streets of Old Milwaukee, that'll be Milwaukee Revealed. And then they've got the uh, Dynamic World and the Rainforest. And how they're going to roll all this stuff out, basically they said when they have one of these releases or when they drop new information, it's going to be a sampling of the exhibits, collection items, and experiences visitors will encounter in the future museum. Probably, Eric, some renderings. It's an oil painting. (laughs) I certainly hope so. 846 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Ten minutes before 9 o'clock on Wisconsin's Morning News. Just a, a quick text on the museum thing. Someone was saying they thought that the new museum was going to be smaller than the current one, so they won't be able to have all the stuff stored, etc., etc. Actually, from a square footage standpoint, the current museum is at 150,000 square feet of exhibit space, and the new building is going to be 200,000 square feet, plus they've got a 50,000 square foot off-site building where they can store a number of the artifacts as well. So I think we'll be pretty good in terms of exhibit space in Milwaukee. you got a big thing coming up Saturday night. Is that your JDRF thing? Yeah, big gala. Downtown you are the Milwaukee. MC, the master of ceremonies. Yeah, so the pressure's on me to raise the million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a script? Did they send over a script? I, I haven't things? gotten it yet. Usually you get it today or yesterday. Uh, one of these days I'll grab it. And then, yeah, big day tomorrow. I have a run-through and all that stuff with all the other oh, folks the involved. Run-through. Yeah, be a big day. I'm excited about it. You know, for these MC gigs, they go one of two ways. Either, and you and I have both done a lot of these things, and I'm very proud to support a lot of different charities. Absolutely, yeah. Gets you out with people mm-hmm. and uh, gives you something to do, too. I always like that. I, I, have, I have an active yeah, role a big, Yeah, in a big event. Yes. Right, exactly. But it goes one of two ways. Either it's today and the event is tomorrow and you still don't have a script or, a, or run of show and you're like... Mm, I'd like to start looking at this. Like, I want to be good. I want to serve you. Mm -hmm. And know exactly what you expect and all that. Or seven and a half months out, they're like, we'd like to bring you in to tour the facility. (laughs) And we'd like to start. And you're like, I I don't need all that. Just send it over. Actually, what. what, (laughs) Give me a week. What tipped it in for me, obviously, uh, I have a close tie to JDRF. So that's. Obviously, I was going to say yes. It's an honor to be asked. But what tipped it in to, for me was that the, the run through, like having a, I, I've never emceed an event where there was like a, we're going minute by yeah. minute run through ahead yeah. of time, which I think is just great. Just then you know exactly what to expect the whole time. I'm going to the Ernie Johnson event tonight. Oh, that's Ernie right. Johnson receiving an award from the Vince Lombardi Cancer Institute, and that's going to be at Pfizer Forum tonight. Cool. But that's a black tie. There you go. So do you have one or do you rent yeah, one? Yeah, I have one because I emceed a number of these mm-hmm. things that at some point, like, it just made sense to buy one, buy a tuxedo as opposed to, you know, renting 
once or twice a year. Does the style remain the same, or do you ever find probably that you need not? To... I mean, it's dudes though, so you know, I'll be fine. <laughs> you're not worried about that. You're not bringing your wife, is what you're saying? No, I mean, like for men, the style is probably a little less important. I, than I for women. You're not gonna you know, have the ruffles down the front, right? I do not have ruffles. <laughs> no, no, I've. It'll be fine. If I can squeeze into it, I don't, it's been a while. Oh come on! I'll pay you ten bucks if you wear ruffles. <laughs> that would be awesome. Ten dollars? That might just pay for parking. Eight fifty three on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ W two seven seven CV and WKTI HD two Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Just before nine o'clock, closing out Wisconsin's afternoon news. Sorry, morning news. Where are you well, going? I, just, I guess I just news. closed it out. Already. That's because you're on both shows. Busiest, busy guy. I, I like I, I check out of here like an hour after the program. Vince is just getting started. <laughs> well, yeah, and pancakes here. Pancake and, and Eric are here at least as long as me. Well, you got a big program. There's a lot of stuff. To, it's just me talking on my show. <laughs> and what will we be talking about today? You know, we'll, we'll do a lot of politics today, and I got I got my guys Bill McCosh and Joe Zapecki. So we'll yes. chew over all the you know the big news, Supreme Court race, um, lots of exciting stuff there. There'll be some interesting topics. The 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 uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene thing. I made up my show poll today. I just saw a new poll because she said what she said about national divorce. You got that? You heard that? All that stuff. Thirty four percent of Americans say, you know, that's a good idea. Is that does that not shock you that this is where we're at now? Yeah, let's have a let's have another civil war in the United States. That's a good idea. What's your take on what's going on with CPAC right now with the shows and the no shows? <laughs> no That's shows, fascinating right. to me, yeah. isn't the it? And I can't there. I can't figure it out. It might have run its course, mm-hmm. and to me that was it was fueled by Trump, right? And you, you and then some of the big actors, big players are not there this year. And I don't think DeSantis is there. He's not. So yeah. that is curious to me. DeSantis, no. Nikki Haley, yes. Yeah. DeSantis I can't feels that confidence, but he, he's going to realize pretty quick there's pressure of being a front runner, even at the beginning of the race. Mm-hmm. And he's going to start feeling that. And if you don't show up for stuff, mm, we, we see the power of Trump. I see it. I hear it every day. People, they're still out there for him. But is his play thinking, I walk into CPAC in this Trump crowd yeah. and this doesn't help me? I mean, that's why Pence ain't going, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I, I, no. Ask me if I think it's a smart decision. Yeah, I'd yeah. stay. I'd stay the hell away from there. But, but then, why is Nikki Haley going? That one I can't figure. Because she's at six or seven percent in the polls. So he's got to get somewhere. Got to got to fire up this this uh, okay. crop of voters in some way. I didn't oh, mean did you just see the do mail? your show. No. Did you see the mail I got? It was addressed to Steve Scalise. Oh, I opened it any. I opened it anyway. It was a book about Africa. Oh, good. You think the person listens to my show at all? Maybe they really meant to send it to Scalise. No, you may have just broken the law. Oh. Thanks for that. Yeah, it's not going to have that hanging over my head. Open a congressman's mail. Nice going. No. It was obviously sent WTMJ, Steve Scalise. Steve Scalise is next on WTMJ. It's done. It's over now. <laughs> Down goes Murdoch. I'm just saying. Take care.